Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. All right, back here on uh, Burgundy Gold today. Team Energy streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Doc will be back with us tomorrow. You can uh, tweet us up at Jackson Sports, as my man Ba has. He goes, I'm on Scott, I'm on Doc's side. No Aaron Drama, $50 million albatross, no way. Get the right OC, Biennemi, Hamilton, or Shermer, or teach to teach Sam, and sign Deron Payne. Yeah, and I think that's more likely. But it's, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's got to be eaten. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe news moves slow out in the yacht. I'm not sure, but it's got to be eating at, um, Dan Snyder a little bit. Like this would have been his off season, like two years ago. This would have been like the perfect storm of off seasons, uh, for him if he was still engaged in this thing. But, you know, now not so much, not so much when you're ready to, uh, check out at this point. Uh, but this would have been the play prior to all the scandal, right? Like this would have been the play to quash that. Prior to all that, but now there's just too much stuff there. And the other thing that he cannot overcome, um, of course, is the stadium issue, right? The municipalities just looking at him like, you know, he's he's basically, you know, it's just an untouchable play in terms of getting any public support. And that's a bigger issue with all the owners than any of the other stuff. I mean, they're not, <laughs> these guys don't have any morals, come on. I think they're all caught up in all that stuff. No, they're caught up in the fact that, Oh my God! This is this. We, this guy can't get a stadium deal done at one of the used to be prime time locations in in the NFL. You know, it's crazy. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. So we're talking about Aaron Rodgers uh, last year on this Dominic Foxworth thing. Look, I I don't I think the chances are slim and none, but I understand why some people would care less and would like want to go all in on this, and it just. You know, it doesn't look like it. I mean, you know, if you think about it, how they sat out of the quarterback carousel last year and instead just drafted someone, maybe drafted two quarterbacks, got, I don't know, you know, bridge quarterback uh, with Heineke, with the Hal draft pick. You know, maybe this, maybe you could have talked yourself into it this year. But because you swung so hard and missed so bad on Wentz, it looks like you can't do it, plus the ownership spot that you're in. Makes it look pretty much impossible as well. But there's no doubt. I mean, in terms of just quality play, you would have an upgrade. But, you know, it's a short-term fix. It's a Band-Aid on a situation that may need more of a tourniquet, perhaps, in your mind. But no doubt, it is a bigger play. It is a big swing, for sure. But 
you would have to obviously have player want to be involved in it. You have to have the team want to be involved. There's a lot of moving parts here um, that probably do not add up. Um, Willis via the Twitter, Scott, Aaron Rodgers would, would be willing to come here. Also, the freight they would have to give up would be too much. Uh, let Hal compete with a second-tier QB in free agency and continue to upgrade your roster. Well, I think they need to draft a quarterback, too. Let me be clear on that. We'll talk about that a little bit later when we get into Mel Kuyper's first version first version of his uh, draft, his first-round mock later on. But I, I definitely think you have, there is room on this year's draft class for a quarterback. You, you've got to, uh, you got to look at it in terms of drafting. And, yes, probably said bridge-ish quarterback, veteran, however you want to look at it, uh, whoever that person may be. All right, let's get to uh, Paul in D.C. Paul, thanks for waiting. You're with us here on the Team Leonard. Hey, how you doing, buddy? What's up, Scott? What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm all right. All right, so one of the things that this fan base has to realize is that everything can't happen at once. No, we don't want Aaron Rodgers. Way too much to give up in capital. We already did some of that with Carson Wentz. And Aaron Rodgers over the last year, this past year, didn't look too good at all Yeah, with some great weapons. And he hasn't gotten them to the Super Bowl with major weapons in the past. So it's not, you know, a far gone conclusion that if you get Aaron Rodgers, you're moving up on the ladder in terms of Super Bowl contention. So I'm not going that route. But I yeah. will say this, continuity is key. When we look at the last three or four championship teams in this area, and we separate the Wizards and the uh, Commanders from, say, uh, the Nationals or the Mystics and uh, uh, the Capitals, is that they don't, you know, continue with the plan. I mean, they, they, they break you know, ship early. And so right now I will uh, uh, promote Ken Zampezi. I will, you know, tell him, man, look, we're going to promote you. You've been a play caller. We think that you're a better play caller than Scott. But here's what I need you to do. Add some formation, you know, and do a little more, you know, creativity with the offense. Because here's why. You got those young players. You know, you don't want Jahan Dotson in his second year learning a whole new scheme. You don't want Terry McClellan, who's finally getting comfortable in this game, to have to go learn a whole new scheme. Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, all these guys are young players. So you don't want to put that on them. If you brought Carson Wentz in here, who was a veteran, and he it took him damn near a whole year, supposedly, to learn the playbook, what do you think is going to happen to those young players? So you, you don't want to do that. I mean, the key is continuity. And I would say, you know, Rob was saying how, I would say draft the quarterback. You got a nice draft position. If you see somebody you like, give up a couple of picks and get another young player. That's what happened when we were uh, in the playoffs last. You had RG3, but you still uh, got Kirk Cousins. There's nothing saying that you can't have two good young quarterbacks on your team. That's competition. And then, like you said, you sign a veteran like a Teddy Bridgewater or a Tyrod Teller. You definitely need a mobile quarterback like a Jacoby Brissett or one of those guys because this offensive line is not stout. But some of the decisions that he made, you had to make. Brian Scherf, you had to make. You know, you didn't have to let go of Earl Flowers, though. You know, you didn't right. have to let go of Morgan, Morgan Moses because he went to Baltimore and did his thing. Trent wanted out of here because of how they treated him. So some things you got to do. But when you look at this young talent, Ron is not all so bad as a GM as much as people say he is. But don't mess this up. Continuity is the key. Promote Ken Zampezi. Tell him to make the offense. I, I I would love to see Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson in the backfield together. I think that confuses defense because they can't be checked by the linebackers, especially Antonio. So, I mean, you know, you can give both of them the ball on sweeps, you know, mixed direction plays, stuff like that. Like, Scott didn't use all of this talent the way he's supposed to. And you got a whole lot of young talent, Cole Turner, Amani Rogers, 
You don't want those guys to go back in the offseason and learn a whole new playbook. People don't know how hard it is to learn a playbook. It's not easy. All right. Good stuff, Paul. Thanks for the call. And and not to mention, here's the other fear if you completely change it, is they're going to have a third offense the following year. (laughs) And I get it. This staff can't think that way. You can't think, hey, we're just here, you know, holding the chair for the next guy. I get it. But there, there is that reality too, right? Like there is a little bit of that going on uh, in the back of my mind when you see this stuff as well. You know, I look, going back to Scott Turner real quick, like the biggest frustrations with him were, again, feel for the game, protection, right? I, I think there were some good schemes. There were guys open. Uh, but the problem was, you know, the protections were the frustrating thing. And then the feel and like the stick to if you will, um, to what he was doing. And to your point about drafting a quarterback, and we'll get to this, like I said, when we get the Mel Kuyper saying, I, I would agree with that. I mean, you know, what were the forty? What are the Forty Niners that got stuck on the fact that, like, hey, we can't draft another quarterback. We got Trey Lance. I mean, he's our guy this year. We want to show confidence in him, and you know, Jimmy's going to be the backup. We'll just go grab, you know, whoever, you know, off the scrap heap for a backup instead of like just taking a guy who might have some upside. I mean, where would they be right now? Without old Brock Purdy. You know, I mean, so you have to do it. And I get it. I mean, there are some quarterbacks, and I don't know Sam Howell that well, but he seems like a guy who is, from his Carolina days to now, that's not afraid of competing. Uh, not You know, a guy who, you know, maybe to his own detriment was trying to make, you know, a lot of plays his last year at Carolina, even though he didn't have the pieces around him, was running a lot, was putting himself in harm's way and all those kind of things. But, you know, I don't think he's going to be – Maybe he will be. I don't know. I don't think he's going to get freaked out here if they bring in another young quarterback in. Hopefully he won't. Hopefully he'll take it the right way um, and understand that, you know, hey, they, they've got to bring in talent. There's no guarantees here. You're going to get the first crack at it, and if you don't fumble it, you're fine. You know, hopefully he doesn't get in his feelings like uh, Robert did. I mean, you know, listening to Robert talk about, you know, guys not coming back and stuff is so funny. Uh, to me now, because he was the guy who pushed all of it, right? Like, he, he was the one who was so insecure with Cousins that he had to rush himself back, even though everybody's saying, hey, man, take your time, get this right. He's the one, you know, they're warming up in the Cleveland game prior to the game. But again, you know, he was getting smacked on the back, and, you know, the owner was, you know, his bud. So he's, you know, he was the guy, you know, he felt like he ha- he had to do all that stuff, all that and, you know, now with some years off and away from it, he understands how that, that really was detrimental to his career. We'll never know what it could have been had they just taken it the correct way. And, hell, even if it would have cost them the playoffs in, in 2012, as great as that was, even if it would have cost them, maybe it would have. I, I don't know. Maybe the relationship was so frayed behind the scenes and Mike was in his own in his own mindset and, you know, just was done with Dan. I don't know. You know, it was no longer the guy who was hanging out with at Hooters in Mobile um, at Senior Bowl week. <laughs> <laughs> and taking the seven million a year, right, <laughs> with the title of president or whatever the hell his titles were, he had a bunch of titles. Right, he was the head honcho, but he couldn't control this situation. Suddenly, he didn't like his son getting picked on, you know, because at that point he hadn't been very good. I mean, the numbers bared out; they weren't. They weren't good. weren't good enough. And you know, they nailed it in 2012 and never got to build on it. This is so frustrating. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, Neil Rockville says, can we stop with the but we let Eric Flowers go? Have you checked with the team that he signed with last season? Let me tell you something. Eric Flowers was very stubborn, there's no question, because this was a good situation for him, right? But this team was also very stubborn because they took 
two guys that had the better that appear to have their better football behind them and decided to put them in that place. You can't plug and play every one of your any one of the guys you know that are cheaper. I mean at some point you have to pay for something, don't you? And hopefully there's a lesson learned from that. But I don't know. I would like to see them get younger at all the line positions because clearly bodies are breaking down, right? I mean, Norwell, to his credit, whether it was good play or not, did stick it out most of the year. Um, Turner, you know, had some good moments towards the middle, but then, again, body broke down on him. like to see, you know, Chris Paul get a real chance. You know, is Cosme a guard or tackle? you got to know that going into next year. I mean, there's a lot of things about it. But, yeah, it was stupid to move on from Eric Flowers. There was no reason to do it. And apparently he chose not to go elsewhere because he has F.U. money, as they like to say in the business, from his first-round pick. And he he was stuck on a number, and he wasn't kidding, and so he sat out. You know, props to him, I guess. But, yeah, for average daily guy who has no chance to play in the NFL, it seems stupid. All right, if you're on the line hanging, then we'll get a few more calls on the other side, then we'll get to Rick Snyder at the bottom of the air. 301-230-0980. Burgundy Gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster temper pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, back here on Burgundy Gold today. Team Energy streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Scott Jackson with the Doc will be back with us here tomorrow. We're going to talk to Rick Snyder uh, at the bottom of the hour here about the commander search. He's got a story up on 
Odyssey right now. You can check it out on the Team 980 uh, about how the Commanders can steal a little bit of the page of the Philadelphia Eagles in terms of moving forward here. So we'll uh, deal with that coming up as well. But let's get back to some phones. We were talking about this Aaron Rodgers fantasy that uh, Dominic Foxworth started on Get Up yesterday on ESPN. The idea of that, and obviously the search for an OC uh, has been a topic of conversation as well. And is it just going to end with them hiring from within, which probably will happen. Hey, Lou in D.C., how you doing? We got Lou? Scotty. Hey, buddy. Scotty, what's happening, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Um, Yeah, as far as Aaron Rodgers goes, I'm saying no because, I mean, his good days are behind him. I just just think that I don't think he could fit what we're looking for. I mean, I I prefer, you know, keeping all our draft picks instead of just, you know – you know, I know it's going to cost us to get him. So why, you know, just you know, we suck in 2023, and then we be in line trying to get a quarterback, which is going to be some quarterback that's coming out. So I don't, you know, I know Ron is desperate. I know he wants to make that move and try to, you know, get a a, a quarterback here and you know try to uh, win before you know his in the, his way out. But uh, mm-hmm. me, I'm saying no. It's just not, you know, I, I I just don't want. I just don't like that dude, man. Not anymore. He's just a diva. I mean, maybe a couple of years ago, but not 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 right now, man. Not the situation that we are in is just doesn't make just don't make any sense because you got who's going to block for him? Are you going to block for him, Scott? I don't think so. <laughs> we, 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 got, we got a bunch of holes that we need to fill in. Like you know, the O line is trash, maybe exception of maybe maybe one or two players, but other than that, man, they they got a, a lot of work to do, and Aaron Rodgers ain't one of them. They should focus on filling up, you know, the linebacker and, you know, some other holes. And as far as De'Ron Payne, like I said, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not willing to, you know, to try to pay that guy. And, 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 you know, he's going to tie it up. I mean, him and Jonathan Allen will be the – I mean, nah, they're not going to take us to the Super Bowl because of them too. That don't make any sense. I think they need to spread that money. And, and you know, you, you got uh, uh, the guy who got hurt last season, and he's, he's going to come back. So, um, you can always find and turn him man. Yeah, Phil yeah, Darian Mathis. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Hey, you can always find a D line. Like the guy we we uh, we brought from a practice squad from Dallas. So I mean, you can always find Rich a D line, and I just yeah. don't think you know he was playing for the bag and it showed. I mean, he he was ghost the first couple of years. I mean, he was you know he was average, but as soon as it's pay time, you know he turned it up. So I just once he get his bag, imagine what's going to happen. I just don't see. I, I don't think we should you know you know invest money on him and. And what we already did on Jonathan Allen, and I just don't see that, you know, I don't see that making sense for, for this team, knowing that they got a bunch of hosts that need to uh, fix in. So that's my take on it. I appreciate you taking my call, man. You be easy, my guy. All right. Have a good one, man. Good talking to you. You know, it's going to be interesting because I don't think they're going to be able to do long-term with him this offseason. But I do think they'll get him for another one year uh, on the cap, on, on the uh, franchise tag, right? I think they'll get that. And – you know, who's to say, as you just said, he had 11 and a half sacks. Do you think he's going to have 11 and a half sacks again next year? Is this where he's going to stay um, at this level? It would be great if he could. I'm not sure, you know, suddenly he's Aaron Donald on a regular basis. So maybe the, the price with another year on a one-year deal goes down a little bit. This is also a very good year uh, for defensive tackles in terms of free agency. So the numbers are going to be kind of crazy. And it might not be the worst thing in the world just to give it another year to see where it's at and uh, go from there. But, again, I think their mindset is to keep him 
But at some point, you know, you got sweat. You would assume you're going to pay, right? You know, um, or chase, or you know, or both. I mean, so you can't you can't pay everybody. You can't pay everybody top dollar at their position. So you have to make some tough choices at some point. And you did draft for depth, as you mentioned, this past year, which is a, is a very good point. Uh, it's just tough, you know, asking a kid who was barely in the field to just plug and play at that level. You know, Abada was good for them, too, and outside of the weird game against, you know, Cleveland where he seemed to not want to sack, you know, Deshaun Watson. I thought he had a, had a pretty good year for them as well. They definitely had some guys who they plugged and played, uh, did good jobs with. But, you know, there are, there were – you know, there's there's two guys that are real true Pro Bowl level players this season, and obviously Allen and Payne were those two guys. Sweat kind of was a lot like Payne was in the past years. Was in on a lot of plays, close, just didn't finish. Uh, this year, obviously, those non-finishing plays were finishing plays for Payne. All right, let's get to Mitch in New Jersey before we uh, take a timeout. What's happened to Mitch? Hi, John Scott. Thanks for taking my call. You got it, buddy. First of all, I don't want to give up too much. Yeah. I mean, Rodgers doesn't have a lot of leeway. If it doesn't cost us the first or second round pick, uh, money's, you know, it's a tax write-off sure. for them, I would take it. But my, I would like to see him, you know, drive a quarterback, you know, second, third round, maybe get lucky again, a little competition for Sam Howell. I want to see him be given a starting job. And you mentioned about the 49ers. I think the 49ers got to think real hard. I mean, they gave up a lot for Trey Lance. And I think Trey Lance has got more. He can run better, and I think he's got a better arm. That is some uh, – they're probably going to recoup. I bet you they'll trade uh, – uh, Brock, uh, uh, p- party. Purdy. Dude, if they go to the Purdy, Super Bowl with this guy, there ain't no way in hell they're trading him. I mean, I don't even think they're trading him I now. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's he's the starting quarterback going into the next offseason, barring like a catastrophic injury over the next really? two weeks. Oh, absolutely. Well, look at Trey Lance. I mean, what did Trey Lance ever do? What, I mean, seriously. I mean, in terms of actual overall team. resume of snaps, Brock Purdy's actually done more. I mean, the Trey Lance Who thing was a reach from day one. You you could uh, do, uh, bring him to the chain. I think they're going to beat the Eagles, with, even with you quarterbacking. Look at the wide receivers they got. They got Deacon away. running back, and they got Bolster <laughs> and uh, Deep Line. Thanks for taking my call. All right, thank you. See ya. Um, that's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a really good game. It's a step up in weight class for the for the Eagles in a big way. Um, the Niners have been a really high level, I, dude. I, I you know again Trey Lance was always a weird thing they did right. And they may get away with it. I mean, they may ultimately get away with it. And over, perhaps overspending on McCaffrey is going to look smart, too, if they get to the Super Bowl and win it. Because they, they basically said we're all in, even after the quarterback went down. I, you know, good for them because it, it worked. But, you know, you could also see where this thing could go the other direction in the next couple seasons because of the, the draft stock they've given up. That's why they might want to recuperate some of it Lance and – Quite frankly, maybe his stock's higher if he doesn't play than if he does. I mean, he did not play much college football. I think people forget that. He barely played any college football at a low-level university. Wasn't a high-level university. I mean, he was definitely the upside pick of that draft, right? Like, oh, my God, this guy, you know, if we work with him, blah, blah, blah. And he just hasn't been able to see on the field, so we have no idea. Whereas the other guy started 46 college games in the Big Ten, you know, it has looked good. And, yeah, no doubt, he's been fortunate in some games. Like, he could have left last week's game with at least two picks. Um, there's no doubt. But they are on a hell of a heater with him. You're not going to screw with that right now. All right. Rick Snyder's going to join us up next. We will uh, get his thoughts on 
all things Commanders and the NFC and AFC title games coming up this weekend as well. It's Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with your Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. All right, we're back here on Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you. Solo today. Doc will be back in tomorrow and Friday with me. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Our pleasure right now to bring in Rick Snyder. You read him on Odyssey. Uh, also on the YouTubes as well. Uh, Snyder underscore remarks uh, with this longtime Washington Redskins football commanders uh, reporter as well. What's going on this morning, Rick? How are you today? I should say this afternoon. What time zone am I in right now? My goodness. Uh, good. Kind of enjoying some downtime for once. You know, it's a downtime with the commander speed is about five minutes. So as soon as we're done, something <laughs> will happen. Yeah, I saw you put a pineapple upside down cake um, on yeah. on uh, your YouTube uh, video last night. So you definitely have had some downtime. Yeah, I thought I'd try. It really wasn't that hard. But everybody said, you idiot, you're supposed to put a plate over it and then flip it. But I flipped it and it didn't fall apart. So I, I won. You got to put a little drama on YouTube, you know. You can't just make it easy. Well, that's true. You, you got to make something happen. 
Well, uh, this weekend, of course, you get the title games going on. Commanders, offensive coordinator search still going on here as well. Plus, the ownership thing uh, has been awful quiet here lately. Um, let's start with the with the offensive coordinator situation. Um, it, they've had a pattern here, as we know, under Ron Rivera. Usually, um, there's a re- working relationship somehow. Um, not not often have they gone on the outside. You know, no, you know, he did it with Jack Del Rio, though. He, you know, he didn't work with him before. How do you see this one playing out? Is this a within with Ken Zampezi? Do you think they actually bring in somebody on the outside, maybe with some fresh ideas? I think Zampezi is the clubhouse leader, but I mean, God knows they're interviewing anybody that has a pen. I mean, and I kind of wonder by that, you know, when they yeah. make a big show of things, you know, it's like, uh-huh. whoa, you guys wanted a new offensive coordinator. We interviewed a million people, and here he is right in front of us down the hallway. So, uh, and the one good thing about keeping Zampezi as the OC would be. The terminology should be staying the same, which if you want to bring Sam Howell to be your guy, makes it a lot easier if he knows what the words are already. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a positive with a year to maybe go for another transition. You know, Howell could end up like uh, Jason Campbell. You know, every year is a different language. So that would be a positive on Zampezi. I remember his father, you know, Norb used to rave about Ernie Zampezi all the time, uh, about how bright he was. And, the son, I was just realized the son's 55 years old. So <laughs> right. It's not like he's a kid. Um, so I, I think he's possibly, I mean, Shermer certainly is the biggest name. I don't know. If you want to go find somebody new, but everything's on the brink of changing again, you know, who wants to come in like that? Uh, there's so much in the air with this, but uh, I, if I had to throw my money on the table right now, I'd say Zampezi. Yeah, it sure seems like that could be the direction. I saw, um, yeah, I think it was Albert Breer, somebody saying that the other day as well. So we'll see what happens. Um, the, the, you had a story a, a couple of days ago that was on Odyssey, uh, which I thought was really a great point. And we all we've been, you know, kind of, I don't know, we've been trying to trying to brainwash us sometimes. I think to believe that it takes, you know, so long to bake this cake, if you will, you know, five years. Uh, the five-year plan, you know, doesn't happen overnight. But you can't help but remember in 2020 when this team, you know, won the division, got into the playoffs at 7-9, and nine, yeah, after that uh, win over the Eagles, they fired their Super Bowl-winning coach, who has now obviously gone on to Jacksonville and, and made the playoffs, and, and Doug Peterson. And they hired a guy who was a complete unknown in terms of a head coach, and it, within two years he's in the NFC title game. And they look to be loaded for bear moving forward as well with draft picks and, and cap space, although they're going to have to pay their quarterback at some point. So obviously it can be done quicker, and that was one of the things you wrote about. Um, just kind of let, let our listeners know what, what it is that – why did it work so well in Philadelphia in just two years, and why are we still waiting? <laughs> I mean, Philly did a few things really smart. So their success does not surprise me. After this offseason, I thought, wow. Well, they got a quarterback who who did pan out, so that's number one. Right. You know, they've only had him a few years, but uh, but you know they drafted pretty effectively. They found several good free agents, including like Cut Day. They got Brad, um, you know, Corner. Uh, you know, they just picked their spots very effectively. When the Commanders could have made the same moves yeah. uh, on this, you know, it wasn't like they found something unique. Uh, so you know, Philly bounced back. Look at Cincinnati. They get a quarterback and a receiver. Boom. You know, they're back up there in big time after a lifetime of nothing. Uh, you know, so it, it doesn't take forever. You just got to be – you got to get lucky at your quarterback. That's number one. Uh, and then you've got to find several playmakers who are really good in the draft or free agency 
And this team just hasn't spent any money in free agency because Dan Snyder, I think, just didn't have it. Uh, so that's not helped them any. Uh, and when you pick your spots, you got to pick them right. And William Jackson and such weren't right. So, you know, it's all about talent evaluators and being correct. Uh, Rick Snyder's with us here at Snyder underscore remarks on Twitter. Uh, give him a follow there with us here on the uh, Team 980. Be the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter. Beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. Visit BetQL.com. All right. The other part, of course, with Philadelphia, as you mentioned, they found their quarterback, and it's great when you get a quarterback on a rookie contract and you don't have to pay them the big dollars and make tough decisions in other places. Well, the commanders may be going down that road as well. I mean, look, it's safe to say right now that Sam Howell's going to be the quarterback because he's the only guy under contract next year for sure because right. everybody's assuming they're going to obviously cut their losses in Carson Wentz. So that makes sense. But, you know, there's a lot of benefits to it, Rick, if he if he's just solid, right? I mean, you can do a lot of other things with this roster uh, with him being under that contract, if he shows you that he's worth you know, investing in as, as your guy. It would allow you to re-sign Deron Payne, though. Something tells me Deron Payne wants to go. So I don't expect him to re-sign, but they could. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas if you had Carson Wentz, you could not. So something like that. So if you don't, if Deron doesn't stay, well, you probably move Mathis up. But you can take that money and go look for more of an offensive line if, if it's possible. You know, you could draft your offensive line if you want to go with this core. Stay away from the quarterback in the draft. Go find yourself a tackle, you know, that they desperately need. They can spend some of that money on guards, you know, or center. You know, you've got to rebuild that offensive line or nothing's going to work. Uh, so, yeah, a, a rookie, you know, Russell Wilson showed that in Seattle. You know, it was great with yeah. that. Burrow is on a cheap deal, you know, on there. You know, Brock Purdy's on a cheap deal. Uh, all that. So that's the wave of the future. That's why everybody tries to get these rookie quarterbacks because they're cheap. You know, if they don't work, well, you didn't waste $26 million like you did on Wentz. <laughs> no, no doubt about it. So, what? I mean, look, you, you know this is always going to happen. You'll see the Vegas betting odds on a Derek Carr or, you know, uh, you know, an Aaron Rodgers. And, and the commanders are always going to come up because they're always in a quarterback search. And there's always that feeling that they're going to try to swing big because that's what they've done in the past. But I, mean, I think you hit on it earlier. They don't really have that swing big mentality uh, in terms of spending these days and haven't for a couple seasons really, in early, at least haven't done it well, uh, where either one of those things seems realistic. And plus with the uncertainty with where the ownership situation is going, it doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, they haven't really spent money, big money, in a long time. Since Bruce Allen came, really, he yeah. was the Mr. Fiscal Restraint. I mean, among other things, at least Bruce didn't waste money. I'll give him that. Um, you know, Dan's early years have been always what people remember most when he just threw gobs of cash out there. But in recent years, they, they really have been very down on that. They've taken like one shot. Sometimes it works not. But uh, so, that, you know, I just don't think they had the money in recent years. And I think that's coming obvious now with the team sale and all. This isn't just about, you know, the, the lawsuits and the situation with the women employees. You know, Dan's money is, is tight. So, you know, maybe he goes to Europe and buys a, you know, Class C Premier League team or something. But I, here, I just think he ran out of steam. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Rick Snyder with us, Snyder underscore remarks with us here on Twitter. Uh, Team Nine Eighty streaming live on the Free Odyssey app here on Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you, Soul today. Do you do you feel like um, this is still something that is going to be resolved in terms of the ownership over these next three months 
by the time we get to those March owners meetings, or do you think this is something that may actually drag out a little bit longer? Not sure they can quite make the March owners meeting. They'd have to do that soon because you got to vet everybody out. Sure. You know, so I don't know that they can vote on it in March. I think it'll be voted on before training camp uh, on there. So if you're not ready by March, it doesn't really matter which month it is after that because you can't impact your free agency spending. And the draft is a draft. So, you know, it, it's moving along. There's several guys that are making a move here. I think the, the Clear Lake guys from California you got to watch. Josh Harris you got to watch. Um, you know, certainly Bezos. Uh, is there? I mean, there's there's three, four different groups that could be it. Uh, and I love the one about Bezos would sell the post to make Dan happy. I mean, what a dumb story that was. And I, <laughs> I said there would. I said to again. I said, don't be surprised to see stupid stories come yeah. out because different people have, you know, they, they have friendly media that they can yeah. plan something dumb with. I, I was around the last sale. I know how these guys work. Uh, and I think it, it wouldn't surprise me if that came from Dan Snyder to try and change, you know, some some things there. But Bezos may sell the team. He, he laid off 20 people yesterday. I mean, he yeah. said, say the paper. But it's not for Dan Snyder's reasons. Yeah, no doubt. And I've always thought this is fascinating because certainly, you know, look, Dan's going to have say uh, as to who he would like to sell it to. But there's also the whole part of the NFL has to approve who he sells it to. And if there is a bidder that is so much higher than the others that maybe he doesn't want to sell it to, it isn't, you know, couldn't the owners kind of twist his arm to say, no, it's better for all of us if you do it this way and, you know, say we're still letting you go out gracefully. I mean, there still seems like the owners still have the power, uh, the other 31 in this thing, more so than he does. And and they have a vested interest in the sale price, too, because right. one day all of them will sell. So. If Dan turns down, I'd say a million bucks less out of spite, that devalues their prices too. Yeah. So they certainly would be on him about that. Dan's all about money. He's always been about money since day one. Why would he turn down a bid that's a hundred million or more? I mean, I mean, Bezos is not going to give him an extra billion. You know, he's not crazy. Right. But but he might go a hundred million more, and you do it. You know, I mean, that's I still think it'll get to about seven billion. And then whoever gets it is going to have to spend maybe $3 billion or more for a new stadium. Uh, so, you know, they're thinking of that price, too. If Dan, it, When the team was last sold, it had just gone into a new stadium, and that elevated the price greatly. Uh, so Dan had done that. If he had been able to get a deal done, or if he had been able to get a stadium deal done, he wouldn't be selling. Right. But if he had, it would have been worth $8, 9000000000 billion. Uh, but at this point... Uh, I, you know, I still think there's some possibilities for, you know, RFK uh, maybe to happen if the right owner comes in. But the right, the next owner has to be a guy to show the D.C. government that he's not there just to make all this money off of D.C. He's there to be a partner in the things that they want to do, and and the best guy that fits that is Bezos uh, because he doesn't need to suck every dollar out of this deal to pay for the seven billion he just paid for the team. You know, he can go in there and take an overview of things like they desperately want things like grocery stores in that end of town. You know, it's supposedly a food desert. Well, he, the man owns Whole Foods. <laughs> the man owns Amazon Fresh. Yeah. He can make these kind of things happen, and that's going to make the city happy, which then it opens the gateway to go back to RFK. If you just say, oh, we can make a lot of money here, they're not going to do it. You know, they're not beholden to doing this. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a really uh, interesting point. And again, you know, that's we, one of the things we've not heard during this whole year where Dan was supposedly working on the stadium was any real discussion about the team throwing a lot of money forward themselves. It was more about <laughs> they're squatting on this land, they're looking at this spot, and they're waiting for the municipalities to tell them what they're giving them. It wasn't really much of the other. And look at Virginia. They were stupid enough to say, we'll give you a billion dollars to go here. And then finally somebody woke up and said, wait a minute, wait a minute, what are we doing? Thank God, what are you, nuts? Going a billion dollars for this. I mean, I know politicians don't care about money. They just spend your taxes. But that was just criminally stupid, you know, to think. Not, and the location was even worse. If you wanted to spend a billion dollars on an Alexandria Stadium or something where you have half a chance of getting something back and people enjoying it, okay. But Woodbridge, Dumfries, I mean, that was just that was gaga stuff. So now they're now they're talking about putting some. I laughed. They're going to put money into a research and development into figuring out should they do this. Well, you, didn't you do that before you threw a billion dollars on the table? <laughs> I mean, apparently not. Right so <laughs> now we're going to spend hundreds of millions more to figure that out again. I mean, wow! It just it's baffling how stupid politicians can be. It's amazing. All right, Rick Snyder at Rick. Uh, or excuse me, at Snide underscore remarks on Twitter. Uh, give him a follow there. Always good talking to you, Rick. Thanks for your time, man. All right. Thanks for having me. All right, Rick Snyder. Uh, check him out on the YouTubes as well. Uh, he's everywhere these days. I'm doing upside down cakes uh, for your for your pleasure and your and for your knowledge uh, as well. And obviously one of the great his, historians in terms of D.C. landmarks and history in this town as well. All right. Uh, you know, good points on the on the part about about um, the RFK site. And, and look, it's no guarantee, but it's definitely got a, it's got oxygen with a, with the right owner. I mean, it, it does have oxygen with the right owner. Not with this one, but with, with the correct owner, it would. And yeah, I mean, I, I think to me that was the ultimate wake up call for them was in by them. I mean, the other thirty one owners is when you know you're peddling ideas of Prince William County, um, you know, and, and down further, and you know, again, tiny house stadium and all these other things that have been discussed. Uh, that had to be the wake-up call. And, again, this is what he was sent in to do, right, like when he was on his sabbatical, so to speak, double-secret probation, you know, suspension, whatever the hell you want to call it. Roger Goodell kept saying, well, he's not there anymore. He's not well, He's not part of the daily. Uh, his wife's dealing with that. You're like, what? Did you suspend him? No, he didn't. He just, uh... And he was just, like, mumbling, and you're like, well, well did you suspend him? Was this a, is this a punishment? What, what the hell is going on, Roger? And they kept saying, no, 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 he's, he's working on the stadium. Well, it went from bad to worse while he was working on it. I mean, again, the ultimate, like, I guess wake-up call, that when they're booing his wife during a, you know, what was supposed to be, a, you know, a nice thing, which they've done, which done a great job with, charitable foundation in terms of breast cancer, awareness and the Think Pink event. I mean, that was another one probably. But supposedly the team was already, you know, exploring opportunities prior to that day uh, at the stadium. But those are the ones that I, I look at and I'm like, hmm, yeah, this definitely changed the trajectory of this. And that, of course, whoever the genius was who leaked the <laughs> the emails of Bruce Allen and John Gruden. I mean, come on. <laughs> and obviously the Gruden camp continues to tell you it was somebody from – the NFL or the commanders that did it. <laughs> just so dumb <laughs> that they thought that would help their situation. It's great. Oh, Lord. Anyway, can't make this stuff up. You really can't. Uh, we'll get back to some of the tweets. Jackson Sports will um, do some phone calls later in the next hour as well on some uh, commanders issues 
obviously big games this week and high leverage games. Yes, the Eagles, uh, the lone NFC East team standing as they have been throughout the year. The front runner, uh, they're still playing. They get ready for 49ers. We'll talk to Vince Quinn from the Birdman and Bell podcast at 2 o'clock. It's Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here. Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Burgundy Gold today. Thanks to Rick Snyder for joining us. Snyder underscore remarks on Twitter. You can give him a follow there. We'll talk to... Vince Quinn at the top of the hour, Birdman and Bell podcast. Seeing how the temperature of Philadelphia here on hump day as we are a few days away from championship weekend. Eagles and the 49ers, the 3 o'clock kickoff on Sunday from uh, the the link. I almost said the vet, wow. The link uh, is a, you know, listen, I, I think Philadelphia is the better all-around team. But, man, the 49ers have been on some kind of heater they have a terrific defense, but if there's a you know if there is a underbelly weakness of the defense, you can definitely make some plays in them. The passing game, you know, Jalen Hurts gonna have to be good. He's gonna have to throw it around. They're gonna be able to run it at times, but it's not gonna be easy. I mean, they can take away the run, and they're gonna if they can do what the Buccaneers did last year, you know, make Jalen Hurts a drop back passer. They got a ch- they got a really good chance to win it. However, however. They uh, they haven't dealt with an A.J. Brown. They, he's got more weapons. He's not going to get locked in on one guy like Dak Prescott was last week. They've got they got more ways to come at you. they got a host of backs. Miles Sanders is the best, but they got a host of backs. They've got Goddard. They've got you know really good receivers besides A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith-Adams, obviously very good. My man Zach Paschal, PG County Zone, ODU, uh, is um, – even part of the offense, so that's cool. I mean, they've got a lot of ways to come at you. And the quarterback can run. It is a really good runner when he is uh, healthy. And it looks like the shoulder's healthy. Didn't look like uh, he was compromised last week. So that's good. But it's a big step up in weight class. I mean, the Giants, it was a little too easy, you know, for my liking, if you're the Eagles. 
It's probably a little too easy. I'd like to be challenged a little bit to get ready for the 49ers. It's definitely a step up in class. And Purdy, I mean, this will be the ultimate. I mean, the Philadelphia fan base, um, and, and look, they've choked plenty of games in the playoffs in their home field. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's there's plenty of quarterbacks that have gone through there and have had no problems winning championship games, as we know. However, uh, this is, again, the guy's are still rookie. Sooner or later, you have to think he's going to turn into a pumpkin, right? Like he's going to – Cinderella slipper's going to fall off, whatever the hell, you, you know, stupid analogy you want to use. Uh, it, it, one of those is going to happen to him. You would think – they're, they're, they get after you, man. They sack the, cra- the crap out of the quarterback. Secondary's been solid. Um, they're beatable, all that being said. Not saying they can't be, but I, I still would think Philly wins that game. And, you know, the other game, to me, you know, they're saying today Aaron, that um, – I'm going Aaron Rodgers. They're saying today that Pat Mahomes is practicing. You know, is he practicing on one leg? Has he got a crutch? Has he got a walking boot? I don't know. High ankle sprain, man. That's a quick turnaround. Nothing else he's going to have to – he's probably not going to be as mobile as normal. So they're really going to have to protect him this week. They may actually have to do something that Andy Reid doesn't always like to do, which is run the ball uh, at a pretty high clip in this game against the Bengals and slow that pass rush down. Should be uh, should be a good one. But, man, Cincinnati looks extremely confident after what they did to the Bills on the road. Extremely confident. I kind of lean in Bengals there. All right. I got a few more days to lock in on all that. All right, Wizards won last night on the road. First, first one since the the uh, Rui Hachimori trade for the three number twos, including their own number two coming back. <laughs> uh, Spencer Dimwitty still hates the Wizards. Did you hear that after the game? It was funny. So they got a bunch of guys trying to get their own when he was pissed that the Mavericks lost last night. Uh, and the Hoyas, for the first time in 682 games, won a Big East game. A 29-game losing streak in the conference, 81-76, in front of friends and family last night at Capital One Arena. So I'm happy they won. Happy for Rich Vodkin because, you know, that's tough. I mean, to call that many straight conference losses. Feel for him, happy for him. Uh, Happy that Patrick got that off his back. But, you know, listen, there's got to be some big boy decisions at the end of the year. Let's, Let's all be honest with ourselves here. I mean, seriously. You just you can't stay down this path, right? I mean, we all understand that, right? It's not going to be pretty, you know. All time great player. It's been done other places. You, you can't you can't roll that back out again. Sorry, just can't do it. Sorry, just can't see that again. I'm I'm happy the streak's over. Um, go on, finish the season strong. But whatever happens, too much, too much, too much damage done this point to salvage it. Salvage it. Or salvage. Uh, Jonesy, D.C. Hey, Scotty. No one Aaron Rodgers. And Burgundy Gold would have to uh, give up players and picks, too. Hopefully they build up the offensive line, OC, and plus either draft or bring in some linebacker who can bring the lumba with some quick wheels. And let's see if uh, RB saves jobs. RB Run, or is it if RB? Is it RB saves jobs? So let's see if RB saves jobs. I'm not sure what the RB means. Running backs save jobs? Anyway, yeah, I mean, I, I tend to think new owner is going to give them a year, and uh, everything will be on the table thereafter, I would think, no matter how quickly it gets done. New Rick Snyder, he thinks it's going to take longer than this March thing. And, and it probably will, unless, the, again, the tempo picks up here pretty significantly. But maybe a lot more is being done behind the scenes than we know, you know. Rarely do these things, rarely do these things uh, stay so quiet, though, right? Like usually, you know about all this stuff. 
that makes you a little nervous. You know, again, until it's over, it's not over. It's kind of like one of those Friday the Thirteenth movies, right? When you think you're safe on your couch, and suddenly the guy jumps out again on you. It's kind of like that. That's how a lot of us Washington football fans slash Commander slash Redskin fans are feeling at the present time. All right, we're going to break. We're going to get to the Eagles and the 49ers coming up. We'll see what Vince Quinn and the Eagles nation is worried about this week when it comes to uh, the 49ers and the heater they are on coming into the link on Sunday. It is Burgundy and Gold today. Final hour straight ahead. Scott Jackson with the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.